Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Well, hey, everybody, it's me, Rosie O'Donnell. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Boy, it's been one hell of a week, huh? You know, the thing about podcasts is they're not live. So we record them as close to the drop date as we can, but things happen in the world. And, um, you know, today, I think what I'm still thinking of and what has rocked my soul and, and once again, you know, opened the columbine wound that happened to all of us with it being pretty much the first huge school shooting that we all remember april 20th 1999 and that brings me back to this latest school shooting in nashville where three children and three adults were killed and um you know it overwhelms me i don't understand how this keeps happening in our country and how senators and congresspeople feel like it's okay to say on the news the day after this horror that nothing can be done. How is that possible nothing can be done? I'm sick of hearing it, and I think a vast majority of Americans are too. We need to ban assault weapons, and I wrote that on my TikTok, and people wrote in, oh, my Second Amendment right, my this, my that. Well, let's amend the amendment then. Uh, I think that automatic weapons, assault rifles, weapons of war, sorry, civilians cannot have them. And um, that's the point where we're at, you know. I remember talking to Rory Kennedy last week and her telling me that the top scientists in the world say we could have six, maybe 10 years before it's not fixable what we've done to the climate and we're in an emergency and not fixable, right? What's going to happen? I mean, you can't just pretend you don't see these things. Willful blindness is going to end up ruining the earth, you know? And we have willful blindness in this country about assault weapons. 
And when we had an assault weapon ban, there were much less school shootings. You know the statistics. Everybody can look them up. We've known them for too long. You know, you got to stand up and uh, force our representatives to speak for the people. You can't love guns more than you love kids. Really sad. Really hard. And it's really hard to keep fighting the same fight. I remember when I spoke out after Columbine to Tom Selleck, who then was a representative of the NRA. You know, it was a big uh, controversy. How could you say that? How could we not have said it? Look what's happened since. A thousand school shootings since Columbine in America. It's crazy. It's crazy. And we can't live this way, and we have to stand up and say it, you know. I've been trying not to listen to the news because what's going on in Israel and the streets and them fighting against Netanyahu and in France, the fights and the protests against Macron, who wants to change the retirement age by two years. And, you know, I saw some photos, some video of people eating in a French bistro and outside, trash cans on fire, road blockades, people eating, just, you know, what's happened to our world? Very, very sad. Really is. Well, now that I brought the show to a complete halt and nobody wants to listen, (laughs) we have a great guest today. We really do. And uh, we talk a little bit about mental health. We talk a little bit about uh, Columbine, which, you know, started me on my uh, journey of medication of medication of my mental health issues. And I am so incredibly grateful. But uh, the guest is Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis, who is one of the most talented people I have ever met in my life. I saw her in 1994 in her one-woman show, The Diva is Dismissed. And I was like, I'm in love with her. I'm in love with her. I met her then. But before then, before then, I knew who she was because I saw Bette Midler in concert so many times that I could recognize her backup singers when they weren't with her, you know? I mean, that's a, a whole different gig. You know, I, I was doing a, a game show. and Well, we tell the story in it, but uh, she's here today. And, and she has written two books, The Mother of Black Hollywood and Walking in My Joy in the Streets. You know, she's amazing. And I love her philosophy of life. I love her perspective of the world. I love her ability to have self-insight. And, um, and I love the way she carries herself. I really do. Years and years ago, maybe 30 years ago, uh, we all were in Laguna to see Bette Midler. And, and Jennifer was performing with Bette, I believe, at that time. And she was there with Mark Shaman and me and a bunch of people. Or, or I saw them right after they came back. And they were all singing the song that Jennifer made up when she was in Laguna because she got there and she was the only black person that she saw in the whole entire town. So she made up this song that goes something like this. Hey, white folks, I'm sorry. I could not get here sooner. I'm the only black girl in Laguna. And we would sing it over and over and over. So this interview has no beginning because we just jump in. Right, She sees me on the FaceTime thing and I see her and, and we're going, you know. We start talking the words to, hey, white girl, I'm sorry, I could not get here sooner. 
but we never explain what it is. So there is a little explanation about your little song. You're going to hear us do a little staccato uh, version of. Anyway, uh, she's here and we're talking about everything. And I just adore her. And I know that you will too. So fair warning, there's a lot of cursing in this episode because uh, when she and I sit around, that's what we do. So you might not want to listen at work or else put your headphones on. I mean, it's not like so much cursing that you're watching, you know, like a Tarantino film, but there's enough cursing that you could get in trouble by someone saying, what the fuck are you listening to? You know what I'm saying? This is Onward with Rosie O'Donnell, and this is episode three. Honey, hi, baby. How are you? Oh, girl, so much shit is going on. You What's don't going even down? Want to know. What's going uh-uh. down? I'm gonna tell you all the good shit. All right. Hey, white folks, I'm sorry, bitches. I could not be here sooner. <laughs> You're the only black girl in Laguna. Oh, only motherfucker. Oh Come on. my god. How long ago was that, Jennifer Lewis? That must have been a good thirty years ago. It had to be thirty years yes. ago. We've known each other a long time. Oh, my God, Roro. Do you remember the first time we met? Where it was? Mark Chavis. Nope. It was on the talk show, Third Degree. <laughs> Do you remember that? You and Charlo were trying to get us to guess on the Burt Convy-hosted Third Degree, a very oh. short-lived game show. And I oh looked at you God. and went, oh, my God, those are the Harlettes. <laughs> and I said to the person next to me, I think I have to disqualify myself. I know oh exactly who the hell God. they are. That was What's the first my time. Line? What's my line? Exactly. What's my line? Who is that bitch? Two loud singing whores on a game show trying to hide who they are. Exactly. Beth Midler's Harlettes. I actually just got some flowers from Beth. Oh, how nice. Yeah, she sent me for the uh, Star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And how exciting was that, Jennifer Lewis? It was a perfect day. Yeah. I mean, it went off without a hitch. And I was so happy I wore the yellow because I looked like a bird of paradise. You look beautiful. I just, yeah. And I was telling the kids to vote. That shit went viral. I was very happy about that. Debbie Allen and Mark Shaman showed up. It was it was the perfect Day. And I knew you and uh, Kathy were working that day, so I didn't want to bother y'all. Yeah. I knew y'all were working. Well, we would always show up for you. Are you kidding? We are in our 60s now, doll. How does that feel? I just turned 66. You know what? Yeah. It feels fucking good. I think so, too. Well, what happens is the magic of wisdom. Mm. Reveals itself. I agree. I mean, so so little stresses me out now. I'm like, taxi, bitch, get the fuck out of here with that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really? You sort oh, come of on. drop all the shit that didn't work when you hit your 60s, and then you're like, onward, into whatever comes next, because we're in that final third, honey. Absolutely. We're in that last 30 years if we're lucky, you know? And you know, you know what I tell people? What's that? I say, listen very carefully. I got about 30 summers left. Mm-hmm. You don't get one. They're mine. Yep. 
I love that. I love that. I know more of who I am, and I like that girl. Right. It's one thing to walk around to my love myself. No, fuck you, bitch. Do you like yourself? Mm. I like me. Yeah. I, I just got back from Africa, and I, I was standing at the tip of the motherland with those waves pounding on those ancient stones out there. And I stood there, and I said it out loud. I said, I like me. Mm. Go get him, Jenny. Yes. It's that Jenny, not that Jennifer motherfucking Lewis. I'm talking about that Jenny. That little girl in St. Louis. Absolutely. Of the St. Louis Lewis's. Only you can say it. That's right. <laughs> and I never <laughs> forgot it when you opened your shirt with that. Oh, I was like, my God. I'm in love with this woman. What am I going to do? Right? <laughs> you did. You loved me. You loved me from the start. Well, honey, you're so spectacular. It's hard to keep your eyes <laughs> off you. You steal every Boy. show you're in, every movie, every part. You like, I'm like, fucking, there's Jennifer Lewis again, you know? And you kept going and going and going and going. And I'm so proud of all your accomplishments. And black at you. I mean, really, honey. Black at you, baby. Black at you. I've seen you yes. in, in your dramatic acting work. You're so good. I just sit here and go, there's my baby. Oh, girl. There's my baby doing it all. Mm. Funny girl, dramatic girl. Good human being, honest. It's that honesty that excites me more than anything. Same with me, I, Jen. I, I tell people, yeah, I tell people, bitch, there's no shortcut to greatness. No. You got to overturn every stone. Yes. You don't get to skip around the truth. That's why they say the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Yes, indeed. So I admire that in you. I really do. Just, just... They call it down to earth, but it's uh, it's more powerful than that. It's being in the moment. It's being it's in the being moment. Present. Present. So yeah. true. Yeah. So important. Yeah. And you know the things that um, I couldn't stop from little row when I was a kid to big row now is the need to always tell what was happening in my life, mm -hmm. and you know I think it comes from a childhood of abuse. It comes from having to be hypersensitive to what uh -huh. people's moods are, you know, uh -huh. and then yeah. trying to figure out my own in the midst of that. Yeah, where's that shoe coming from? Yes. Where's that shoe from mama coming from? A right. shoe, you don't even know what hit you. No. And I got to tell you, Ro, all, oh, God, I'm so excited to even say this. I feel so free mm. in my life, not bound by waiting for somebody to, let me know if I got the gig, you see. Sure. It's been a while since that kind of shit, since I auditioned for anything. But back in the day, coming up with that, do they want me? Am I good enough? Mm. I, I, I actually had a step up on them, though. I knew I had a gift. You, they couldn't really fuck with me. I would walk into an audition room and see all of them sitting on the toilet. Right. You see, so I wasn't fucking intimidated. But the point I want to make about that honesty is, I have no secrets. I gave them all up in the two books I've written. Which are beautiful. Yeah, here it is, bitches. Here's the molestation. Yeah. Here's the sex addiction. Here's the bipolar disorder. Here it all is. laid down on the paper. Take it and run with it. Because once you read all that shit, all you got to do is come back to me, and all I can tell you is look at me now. Right. Right. No stone overturned. You know, I, I swim downstream. I don't have to go upstream anymore. Right. And you it's, know? it is so freeing. That's exactly 
the word that I would use. Like some something changed at fifty. It didn't bother me. I didn't think anything yeah. of it. But something yeah. about sixty, like in my mind, the people who are sixty are like Vivian Vance, you know? Yeah, Sadie yeah. Thompson <laughs> from Family. Like those people are all sixty, and now I'm one of them. You know, right? And 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 I remember my great aunts when they were in their sixties, how they had so many health issues. Right. And, you know, you can live long now if you take care of yourself. We know how now, how to eat. Right. We know we have to get up and move our bodies. We know we have to be honest, going back to that. Keep the stress off. It's stress that causes all these diseases, you know, when you are, in fact, diseased. Now, how do you fuck with that? You keep people away from you that are trying to quash. Your joy. Yes. I mean, that is that is a real thing because, you know, me, when I get up, I get up skipping. Yes. I'll wake the fuck up and skip out of bed. Come on, bitches, bring a day. Yes. Fucking sun is up, and, you know. And we, then you drop you know. down to a full split with no problem. <laughs> I've seen you do it, girl. I've seen you do it. Girl, I, I, you know, I've always been athletic. You know, I played racquetball, softball. Did Pilates for damn near 30 years, yoga. Yoga was real important to to center myself, you know, especially with the uh, bipolar disorder and right. the mania and the depression. And I tell people, you know, once you, the first 35 years of my life, I was depressed. I didn't really know it. Mm-hmm. Shit, I just thought everybody cried at night. Shit. Right. You know, living in the world, that's, you know, that you just break the fuck down. What was that movie with Holly Hunter? Or she would just break the fuck down. An old movie. Broadcast news. It was news. about the... Yes! Yes. I remember when I first saw that, I was like, ooh, that's how I am. Yeah. And break down. A fucking ant go across the uh, street. Oh, look at that poor ant. Right. And, you know, it's just... <laughs> it was life. Right. So when I was diagnosed, I really wanted to. I was like, God damn, that does describe me. Hey, don't go away. We'll be right back with more Jennifer Lewis. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. It was 1990 when you got diagnosed. Yeah. And had your life become unmanageable that you finally went to get a diagnosis or had you always been in therapy? It, no, it, it was the uh, height of the AIDS epidemic. Oh, yes. I felt I fell apart, girl. I mean, I found myself on the floor screaming. Mm. And just so happens a, a girlfriend that I really respected, she said to me, Jennifer, you got to get some help. I'm like, bitch, I'm Jennifer Lewis. I don't need no fucking help. Right. But when all of my friends started dying like that, I knew something was wrong. I would go to auditions and literally fall apart. I remember auditioning for 30-something. Uh-huh. And Peter Wharton looking at me and said, what's wrong? You, you can do this. I've seen your work. Just fell apart. And it was when that started happening, I was like, okay, yeah. time to do something. And then I got in therapy the first two years. She was just a captive audience. Yes. I mean, she caught. Con- <laughs> I know she, exactly yeah. that feeling. Yeah, she she would ask me, Jennifer, why are you performing? Yeah. I'm like, no, bitch, this is what's going on. Yeah. So when you start to get to those real feelings that are really deep in your soul from the childhood abuse and the acting out so many years and running, running, running. Right. You just find out you're going to meet yourself when you get there. So... Now, when they told you the diagnosis, because when I got diagnosed with severe depression, it was right after Columbine, and I had this two little babies, and I was waking up every night thinking somebody was in my house with a gun, that kids were going to be killed in schools. I I couldn't fathom how this was happening in my world, and it caused me such duress. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't stop crying. I could hardly do my show without, like, squeezing all my muscles to try to mm-hmm. stop myself from having feelings. And so this doctor said to me, you're going to go on these medicines. You have severe uh, panic. You have severe PSD. Mm. You have severe, you know, a, a depression mm-hmm. like I've never seen. And you need to be medicated. Yeah. And I said, okay, because I was a, a mess. And I said, how yeah. long am I going to have to take these? And she said, the rest of your life. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. You know? I've been medicated for now about 
35 years, I would say. Yeah, for me, it's since 99. Yeah, I get up every morning, I take three pills, and I go about my business. Mm -hmm. You know, ain't no shame in my game. Bring it. Come on, y'all. Let's get it together. This shit is real. Yes. I mean, you, you, you can't believe it at first. You're like... Oh, honey, I can't get on that shit. That shit's going to take my edge. Right. Well, no, it didn't take my edge. It put me in a place where a level, I wasn't high, high, and I wasn't low, low. Right. I was in a level place where I could enjoy my life, enjoy uh -huh. my success. So I still, I take care of myself. I'm managed, and all I can say is, uh, you know, look at me now, bitches. Exactly. <laughs> I still got a big old smile on my face. Yes, no? you do. It hasn't yeah. taken anything from you, Jennifer Lewis. I was very moved during the height of Kanye's uh, severe mental issue trauma that he's yeah. going through yeah. that you really reached out in a beautiful way. I saw you on a bunch of yeah, interviews and, you know, you're yeah. like, call me, call me, kid. And I kind of felt the same yeah. way. You know, I, I was like, yeah. I wish I could reach him. You know, all of it, it yeah. seemed to me that I know he had a traumatic brain injury when he got in that car accident before he was known mm -hmm. and he was living with his mom. And then I think when he lost his mom, something just shattered inside of him, yeah. you know? You know, mental illness is one thing, but I'm not certainly not saying Kanye is evil by any means. I, I just know a lot of people that are borderline personality disorder. Me too. There's a meanness that comes with it. And I'm like, you know what? That's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. I'm bipolar. And I can be mean, okay, maybe three times a year, okay, maybe four. Right. But, Not cruel. you know, come on. Cruelty. Yeah, I mean, right. waking up and saying, you know, I'm going DEF CON uh, five on the Jews. No, hey, 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 come here. Yeah. You come yeah. here. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. Yes. You know, we got people down south with torches going, the Jews will not replace me. We don't need that bullshit. What you want to start with all those followers? A civil war? Right. The fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. Right. And I meant that because I was mad. Yes. But the 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 the, the undercurrent of that is. <laughs> the undercurrent of that is Kanye. Come here. Yes. Come here, pup. It come here and. Uh, <laughs> You know, my name's Jennifer Lewis, and I understand what you're going through. Totally. You're not alone. But you cannot, if they're not ready. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. There's no. no nothing you can do. Yeah. Poor baby. He's. I, I just hope that he, that he can find his way. I really do, because he means a lot to a lot of people. Yes. He has a huge following. These kids listen to him. They're very protective of him. I've certainly found that out when I tell them to shut the fuck up. They're like, Auntie, back off, Kanye. And my response to them was, no, go fuck yourself. Right. That baby's got some issues, and how about you go take care of yours? Right. And don't roll up on me, bitch, because I know who I am. Exactly. And y'all can't drag me. No. I, I've been fighting out here for you for 10,000 years, whether yes. it was breast cancer, whether it was AIDS, whether it was the community. I don't care what it is, civil rights. I know who I am. Don't come for me. Right. Don't come for me. Especially because, you know, you tend to mother everyone, the mother of black Hollywood that you are. Absolutely. And, you know, he's an orphan. Absolutely. This little boy is sort of lost in the world alone is how I look at him. Everyone goes, why do you look right. at him as a little boy? I'm like, I don't know, but I see the child that he was and I just want That's wanna... arrested development. Yeah. 
if that's not arrested development at its height, what is? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a baby. He's a baby to us. Yes. And we are here to say, hey, I've been through it. Yeah. I know what you're going through. Now, come here. Let me show you come the here, way pumpkin. out. Let me show you the yeah, way out. Yeah, come here. You sit right here. Yeah. And let me uh, tell you a thing or two. Or for that matter, show you a thing or two. Right. Here it is in black and white. Yeah. Here's that scared little girl. Right. Here's that baby. Here's that baby that was molested by the right. past of her church. Mm. Here's another baby that was abused and beaten and still have the scars to prove it. Yeah, so I'm not here to minimize your pain, but I'm not going to let you tell me that your pain is more important than everybody mm. else's. Exactly. Grow the fuck up. Right. But, you know, as you know, and I know, borderline personality disorder is, like, really Ugh. not treatable. Oh, you it's know? not, Ro. I can't call the name, but somebody we both love got that borderline, and it. Uh, I had to make a profound decision to let go. Yeah. There's nothing you can do that you can't even have a logical conversation because the disease itself is ain't nothing wrong with me. Now, mm-hmm. how are you going to penetrate that? Ever. If there's nothing wrong and we can't come to the table and at least discuss, and I tried to get that person in rehab. I did everything. And when it's borderline, there's just nothing you can do but let that person go and live. Yeah, and it's absolutely heartbreaking, you know, especially when it's somebody close in your life, when it's somebody right close to your your intimate circle of people. And uh, Mm -hmm. I have found that no matter what transpires in my relationship with her, uh-huh. there's no savings account at her bank. No. Like no. anything no. that I've done in the world kind of to help or try to help or be there, or, there's no record of it in her psyche, no. in her mind. No. So None. every need None. is and a new need. And it was your fault. Yeah, always. It was your fault. Right. I did nothing. I did nothing. And you're like, but it's always a two-way street when there's any kind of confrontation or there's any kind of interaction. It's two-way. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain logic, but what we have to do, if you love that person, Mm -hmm. if you truly do love them, you got to let them go because they'll kill you. They will kill you. It's so true. I just did that, you know, about a month ago. And I got to tell you, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And every day, I'm tempted to reach out again. And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh -uh. Stop, Uh -uh. right? Uh -uh. Don't participate in this. I look at uh, my friend's picture, and I want to reach out also. (laughs) And then I look in the mirror right after that, and I say, you want to die? Yeah. Save yourself, man. Because she's going to kill you. Yes. So you want to invite that back into your life. Then you add on top of everything that you have to struggle with, all of your challenges and all the challenges I already have. Can you carry that? Yeah. Hey, how, how, how heavy is that luggage, Miss Lewis? Yeah. At, wait a minute. At 66. Right. Hey. No. And once again, if you have developed Oh, girl, this is so deep. If you really do have that magical wisdom, if you've actually looked in the mirror and say, oh, my God, I've grown up. Uh And I care not only about the people I love, I care about the world. Yes. If you can reach a point to that, where in you can you invite somebody back 
to uh, destroy everything you've worked for because they will destroy it. Yes. Because your heart is so vulnerable. Right. They will find that place and go, stab. Here's stab a root. Yeah. Here you go. Take this knife. Take this knife. Yeah. You're going to take this knife. Let me get a bigger one. Yeah. Hey, I'm back for some more. Here I am. Yeah. 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 Come on. No, it's yeah. too hard, man. It's too hard. Did your mania have uh, epic highs? Like I've read about people who, you know, they wake up and they're in another country and they, or they've spent all their money or, you know, did you have epic <laughs> I highs? Never got, no. I never got that bad. Yeah. I never got that bad. I was always conscious of the mania, uh, unable to stop it. But I will say this. I don't think I've ever said this before. I was basically a good girl. Uh. I was a good girl. And I wasn't out there to hurt anybody. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I, I always thought, you know, my karma was instant. If I actually raged at someone, I'd walk right outside and trip and fall and bust my lip. Right. If I kicked a piece of furniture, I would, you know, turn my ankle. Right. So I learned pretty early that you only hurt yourself when you do that. I'm not saying I could control it every time, but... I will say this. This is real talk. There wasn't a time in my life that I raged at someone and didn't say I was sorry. And I meant it. Yeah. I meant it. I meant it. Yeah. And I told my friend, that same friend, one time I had raged and I apologized and she said, no, I don't accept it. Uh -huh. And I said very clearly, well, I'm going upstairs and I'm going to go to sleep, and I am going to sleep well with peace of mind because I know when I say I'm sorry, I mean it. Right. So you go do what you got to do, but I'm going to sleep, and I'm going to sleep peacefully because I know who I am. Right. And I know that something deep inside of me did not mean to go that far. Right. And I knew I was bipolar then. You did? I knew. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, look, when you got personalities like you and me, that personality is going to break through that medication sometime. Yes. I'm sorry. We <laughs> no, are, you're we right. are alpha women. Yep. That's right. I'm like, bitch, I'll say to somebody in a minute, hey, it ain't, if I was on a drip, bitch, it ain't that much medication in the world. Right. That's going to stop this personality from coming through sometimes. Right, right. I totally hear you. So basically, I'm telling you, you've been warned, back the fuck up. Right. I'm alpha. And if you, you know, approach with caution, oh, don't come in here. Right. Believe me, I'm not going to come for you because I ain't got time. But if you come in over here, because I know I got a lot of joy in my life. My book is called Walking in My Joy. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to leave a boutique a grocery store for that matter, let alone a meeting or a party and not have everybody laughing before I leave the fucking room. Before the drinks are served, honey. <laughs> you did it. Before you... the hors d'oeuvres. Come on. You, you, you are the light of every party and everything you're in, honey. You are. Look, I'm coming in. Yeah. Don't invite me or don't hire me, bitch, because, yeah, I'm going to steal the motherfucking scene. Yeah. Don't even think somebody's looking at you if I'm in a scene. Exactly. Now, why is that, Miss Lewis? Why is that? Because I was gifted, bitch. I came out singing Ethel Merman. Right. You understand? So I can't stop that. I tell people not even me can stop me. Mm-hmm. 
So you might want to back the fuck up. This is what's coming to the table. Yes. And have I had to deal with that? Have I had to deal with working with really A-list people and they snuffed my shit out? Mm. Of course. Yes. I've had to deal with that. Have I had to deal with people showing up and doing Jennifer Lewis? Absolutely. Even for that matter, stealing material from yes. my one woman shows. Yes. But my dean of students at my university, I went in her office and I was crying. I said, my girlfriend, Sharon, every time I do something, she comes out on stage and she does it. Mm. And my dean of students said this to me. This has carried me from being hurt in this business, having been treated like a stepchild because people are intimidated by my talent. I know that. Come yes. on, bitch. Get it real. What she said to me in that office, and it really carried me through life. She said, Jennifer, you uh, don't get too upset. <laughs> she said, don't get too upset about that. Because I've known you for three years now, and I've seen your work. And by the time somebody has caught on to something you've done, You've gone on to something new anyway. I was going to say, you got 10 more in your back pocket. Thank you. So I've uh, been able to weather that storm. And oh, a fucking storm it has been. Uh-huh. You see, because I have been treated like a stepchild in this business. Oh, I've risen to the top. I mean, I'll tell a bitch in a minute. Yo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm etched in fucking marble now in Hollywood and by. Go fuck yourself. Right. I did it. I got the biggest one. Totally. So go on now. You go on because I'm cool. And like I said on that day when I got the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, everybody out here knows damn well I didn't need this to tell me I was a star nor to tell you Mm. that I'm a star. But did I earn this bitch? Yes. Everybody knows that too. Yes. Let's celebrate. Yeah. This is a beautiful day. And I was very grateful And uh, believe it or not, a little humility was thrown in there. I don't know much about that, but that (laughs) word, but. (laughs) You don't need to. I've wrestled with it. Just be you. Yeah, I've wrestled with it all my life. (laughs) Hey, I found out something about you while I was doing a little research, even though I didn't have to read anything because I knew. But there was a fact I did not know that you played Effie White. Oh, yeah. In the read-through of Dreamgirls for Michael Bennett. Wasn't only the read-through, it was the workshop itself. Wow. They actually, at that point, they had fired Jennifer Holliday, and they brought me in the actress to develop the role. I did a six-week workshop with Loretta and Cheryl and all of the cast, Ben Harney and Oba Babatunde. We were all there. We were kids. And I could sing. Yes. But nobody could sing like that girl. No way. So they used me, the actress, Mm. to develop the role and then hired her back. And at that time, you know, I didn't know the show was going to be the big hit that it did. Uh, So I didn't care. I was getting ready to go out on a national tour with Yubi, another Broadway show I had done. And what was brilliant about Michael Bennett is he started that whole thing about workshops before the show went into rehearsal for Broadway. Right. The contract was that if you were in one of the workshops and contributed your talent to the development of the show, if the show went to Broadway, you would get paid a percentage. Wow. Throughout the run. So I never stepped foot on the Broadway stage to play Effie, but I was paid throughout the run. Wow, how about that? 
So that was quite the deal. And like I said, I didn't know it was going to be the hit that it was. So when they said they were going to hire Jennifer, I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, Rosie, until I came back to town and saw that fucking billboard of Cheryl and Loretta and all them standing there like this. Yeah. With yeah. big smiles. I went, oh, fuck. Right. But, you know, look, I, I had my triumphs. I had my losses. And it's just wonderful to grow up and realize that once you've owned something, you can't lose it. No. Well, once you've looked through a door, you can't pretend you didn't see what was on the other side. Right. So, like I said, it's the magical wisdom that is the prize. Who knew it was coming? Who knew it would be this comforting? Yes. To wake up and not be afraid to face the day. Yeah. To have done the work and be able to trust yourself walking into any room. Beautiful. You know, because you bring the glory and the hallelujah with you. Mm. You know, you, you, you bring it into the room because you trust who you are because you know you live on purpose and you wrote down this morning what the fuck you were going to do today. Right. I'm in charge of this bitch. Yes. Like, you know, I'm going through something right now and depression will kind of inch in. It will start to inch. I was like, oh, man, I got to deal with, hey. Get the fuck out. Jenny. Right. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Oh, no, you won't. And, but one thing, Rosie, too. I guess it's like anything else you practice. I actually am finding <laughs> that I am incapable of going into depression. Wow. It doesn't register anymore. I'm like, oh, no, bitch. You might want to go. Once you learn to balance your life yeah. with the bad shit that's going on, you got to come over here and you got to look at some mountains, bitch. Yes. You got to go and hug a fucking tree if you yes. got to. Yes, get in nature, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I moved to the beach here in Malibu about six months ago. And yeah. I always, when I lived here, you know, wanted to be near the beach, but I just never did it. And so mm -hmm. Fran Drescher has a place here. And for 30 years, I've been going to her place going, I would love to live like this. And I turned 60 and I call my brother who does my money. And I go, Tim, I'm going to rent a house that's uh, very expensive in Malibu for one year. Yeah. And I've been here and it's changed so much in my life and world about my own depression, my own yeah. uh, joy of life, my own journey that I, you know, now as the lease is coming up and I'm looking at the prices and, you know, I would give this money away in a minute without mm -hmm. thinking about it, mm -hmm. but will I spend it mm -hmm. on me and my own happiness? Hello. Hello. Yeah. And right? I tell people, Ro, human beings have one job. And one job only, self-care. Yes. And when you do that, your arms will be strong when the people you love fall. Yes. And that, that includes communities, charities, all of it. One thing you have to understand when tragic things happen in your life, the first piece is to balance. Who were you before the shit happened? Okay. Are you taking responsibility, at least some of the responsibility, for it happening? Yes. Come on now. Oh, I created this great job, but did you create this? Right. Take some responsibility. Right. You create everything. So come on. Hey. Right. Hey. So you take responsibility, and then you balance, and then I got to change my password because I'm getting, I'm getting ready to tell everybody what my password is. Okay. 
My password is, I got up, bitches. Mm. I got up, bitches. That's a good one, man. That is a good one. Mine for years was be still. Oh! Because my desire to confront all the wrongs and stand up for the underdog and help every poor kid and and save all the abused yeah. kids, it's too much. Yeah. And I yeah. just had to tell my myself, be still. So every time I signed yeah. in, that was what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Be still. Okay, let me center myself. It's what I did, too. So hard. It's what I did, too. Yes. We have these great careers, and all we want to do is give back. Uh. And that is certainly what I do. But I'm going to be honest with you. I take care of Jennifer Lewis first. Uh -huh. I really do. I take care of myself first. I got, the kids got this thing on the internet <laughs> where I say, I get up every morning, I brush my teeth, I spit it out, I lean forward, I look in the mirror, I pause, and I say, pretty bitch. <laughs> and then I go on my way. <laughs> then I go oh, on my Jennifer way. Oh, Jennifer Lewis, I love bitch. you so much. Yeah. Can I tell you how, I how you. wonderful the show is? I love this for you. Oh, my God. Honey, what a little gem. What a perfect little character study. You're wonderful in it. All the women are amazing. Oh, my it's God. It's one of my favorite shows, and I heard it just got picked up, right? Well, now we don't know yet. You may know something I don't know. I heard from an actress on the show that there is. Really? And yes, I did. No, I, I, I have not heard yet. You know, I don't go skipping and jumping for joy until that fucking contract is signed, but... Am I enjoying, first of all, let me just say that Vanessa Bayer and Molly Shannon. Genius. For that matter, the whole cast. I am in an environment now, and as I know you know, this is my best work. Yes. Playing Patricia, I would claim, is my best work. It's beautiful. But I am in an environment where I can create like that. Yes. Makes all the difference. Oh, my God. Molly Shannon and Vanessa Bayer. Too good. Too, too good. Oh my God. I have to say, I have to say to Vanessa Bayer every episode. I have to look at her and go, what? Especially when I first got there, I go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Why did you just bite the air? Right. Who bites the air? Yes. That was a Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa. And Patricia, my character, has to, of course, stand there and, <laughs> and be the bitch that she is. Right. And I got Vanessa squeaking her pants. I got her doing all these little things. Oh, my God. Hilarious. I live for both of them. You know, I wasn't familiar with Vanessa's work. I really wasn't. And I wasn't either. We we grew up with Molly. Yes, Molly. I knew everything and love everything. And I was like, who's this other girl? She's unbelievable. She's so good. Molly is, oh, oh Jennifer, oh, let's massage the scene. Now, oh, Jennifer, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, here come this bitch. I'm 50. I can kick the <laughs> right, same bitch right. that tongue kissed the tree right. and fell into uh, chairs with Whitney Houston. Yes. When they called me, Rosie, when they called me, because I just finished eight years on Blackish. I'm right. like, would y'all leave me alone yeah, for give five me a break, minutes, man. please? Right. But they called me and said, Molly Shannon, I said, bitch, you had me at hello. Yes. Because if nothing else, I know I'm going to have fun. And guess who was on the Zoom? Who's that? <laughs> Executive producer and creator, star of the show, Vanessa Bayer. Right. Who I had no idea yeah. who she was, really. Right. I'd seen her work and, and, you know, on Saturday Night Live, but 
we, like I said, we grew up with Molly. Right. And Vanessa's sitting there, and I'm going, oh, Molly Shannon. Yeah, you have been low with Molly Shannon. And Vanessa and I joke about it all the time. She said, I yeah. just sat there and thought, she hates me, but she's so good. I still want to hire her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's a smart woman to cast all you and the writing oh. and Bess Armstrong as her mom is just oh fantastic. I love to see her in Matt anything. Matt Rogers, all on, of the kids. Everybody. All of it's the kids. fantastic. I mean, and like I said, the best thing about it is we have created an environment in order to give you guys, like you said, this gem. Gem of I a show. I love that for I you. I agree. Yes. Gem of a show. Listen, honey, I love you, and I could talk to you over and over and over. I love you. I love Thank you, you so honey. much. Thank you so much. All right, pumpkin. Jennifer Lewis of the St. Louis Lewis. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, we're about to answer some of the questions that you, our listeners, have sent in. You just record a voice memo on your phone and then send it to Onward, Rosie, at gmail.com. And we will answer your question if we see fit. Take it away. Who's the first question? Hi, Rosie. My name is Matt Curry, and I live in Nova Scotia, Canada. Hi, Matt Curry. Uh, Thank you so much for bringing this podcast to life. I'm so delighted to have you uh, back in my kitchen again um, and listening to uh, uh, the interesting conversations that you're having so far. My question is... What is the biggest misunderstanding about you? 
<laughs> I think the biggest misunderstanding about me, Matt, is that I'm tough. You know, <laughs> I have like a, a cadence and a kind of continence of sort of being a tough New York girl, you know? And when people get to meet me and, and they have not met me before, they're like, I can't believe what a softie you are. You know, I really am. Like, I cry kind of often. I, uh, I am very mushy. I'm very emotional. And, and I'm not really all that tough. Although I do stand up for what I believe in. But uh, I think the biggest misconception is that, that I'm a toughie. And, and frankly, uh, I ain't. All right, we got another one coming up. Who we got next? Hello, Rosie. I'm Sandra and uh, Dr. Sandstorm on TikTok. I wanted to congratulate you on your new podcast. I just listened to it on a walk, and it was just so refreshing to hear you and Sharon talking about how you visualized your futures and they came to pass. And I just wanted to ask you a question, knowing that we do this, we visualize our futures and we manifest them. I wonder what you think about all of the attention that we pay to the negativities in our environment and what's going on in our world. I'm the mother of a trans daughter and I worry about her every day and I have to keep up on what's going on in the the politics of our country. And yet sometimes I feel like by focusing on it, I'm bringing about more. And I wonder what your thoughts are on that. Wow. Well, that's a fascinating conversation. I, I think my first thought, of course, would be to get as much information as I could to keep my daughter safe. And um, I also realize at the same time how overwhelming that can be, especially now with the Republican-led organized attack on the LBGTA community. And it's terrifying what's happening to trans people. It's terrifying how they're trying to use us once again as a, a voting wedge, as as something that they can uh, use to anger and discredit and and uh, shame people um, and, and oftentimes get them killed. You know, uh, I think that we do give power to things and, and then we can manifest them by thinking them, you know, I think therefore I am. I mean, I do believe that we choose and manifest our life as we, as we live it. And, um, and the balance that we need to find between information and instinct between, um, caring and coverage, uh, you know, Though that's a balance that we all have to struggle with and, and find out how to make that work in our life. Hey, thank you all for tuning in. Please leave me a voice memo if you can. Next week on this um, podcast, Onward with Rosie O'Donnell, I almost call it a blog every day. That's how old I am. It's not a blog, people. It's a podcast. Uh, next week is Dylan Mulvaney, who's a wonderful young woman that you probably know from TikTok, who filmed her transition and filmed a year of her life as she transitioned from male to female. And uh, she's a wonderful young woman, and we had a very interesting conversation. She's the age of my elder children, and uh, I feel like a parent to her. I feel like, you know, like a mom. And I was curious about things I didn't understand, and she definitely helped me. And all of that uh, comes out next week on Onward with Rosie O'Donnell, Dylan Mulvaney. So don't miss that. 
So thank you all very much and peace out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.